Welcome to a bonus episode of the Mere Mortal Marathon podcast, where you'll hear what it's like to train for and run your first marathon. I'm Dwayne France, and usually I'm joined by Coach Morgan Lattimore, the people's coach, and together we're sharing the week-by-week training journey that will take me, just a regular guy in a mere mortal, to the finish line of my first marathon. And if I can do it, you can too. Thanks for joining us for the Mere Mortal Marathon podcast. I'm excited to be going on this journey and pleased to invite you to join me along the way. There's a couple of ways that we can be connected. Follow the podcast wherever you listen to them, and you'll be notified when a new episode comes out. You can also see where the journey takes me by connecting on Strava by going to strava.com forward slash athletes forward slash M3 podcast, which will be in the show notes as well. There, you'll see if I'm following the training plan like I'm supposed to be. And you can find all of the episodes on the fundraising page of my charity partner, the Second Wind Fund at coloradogives.org forward slash M3 podcast. The mission of the Second Wind Fund is to decrease the incidence of suicide in children and youth by removing barriers to treatment. They match children and youth at risk for suicide to licensed therapists in their communities and pay for up to 12 sessions of therapy when there's a barrier to treatment. Simply by listening right now, you're doing your part. Every time someone listens to an episode, $1 is going to be donated to the Second Wind Fund, up to $1,000. So listen, share, and know that you're doing your part to stop suicide in children and youth in Colorado. So check out coloradogives.org forward slash M3 podcast for all the episodes to give to the cause or simply to see how far we've gotten. And speaking of that, the purpose of this bonus episode is to share a bit more about the Second Wind Fund and the great work that they're doing. Instead of having a training review and insights by Coach Morgan, I'm having a conversation with Chris Weiss, the executive director of the Second Wind Fund. He joined the team in 2016 after serving in the Peace Corps and several nonprofits in the Denver area. If you want to find out more about Chris, check out his bio on our show notes. Let's get into my conversation with him and come back afterwards to wrap things up. Chris, I'm glad to be able to have you on the Mere Mortal Marathon podcast. Don't know how much we're going to be talking about marathons today, but I wanted to share this bonus episode with the listeners because I've been talking about the Second Wind Fund and chosen the Second Wind Fund as my charity partner. So I thought it'd be great to have you come on the show to talk a little bit about the organization and what it does. Yeah, thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. A little bit of background info on me. I'm originally from Ohio, graduated from Miami University, ended up serving in the Peace Corps in the country of Belize. And then after my service, I ended up in Denver wanting to have the same amount of impact that I had in Belize. And I discovered this wonderful organization called Urban Peak, providing services for homeless youth in Denver. I joined on the program side and then made my way over to fundraising, took a left-hand turn in life and became a mortgage broker. Natural progression there, Peace Corps, working with almost youth, mortgage broker. But I think that nine-month period of my life where I was a mortgage broker, it was a great reminder that I belong in the nonprofit space. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed fundraising. And I discovered the second wind fund was searching for a development director. And I landed the job of a lifetime as the development director for Second Wind Fund due to some leadership transition in November of 2019. Just before the COVID party got started, I was promoted to executive director and I've been on the, uh, the ride ever since. This mission is incredible. And I think when you first see our mission of connecting youth at risk for suicide with potentially life-saving therapy, and it's at no cost to the family or the youth, that should be all over the world. 
And I think that we need to celebrate the fact that Second Wind Fund is still here in Colorado. We've been on a 20-year nonprofit journey, but we're still here. We're still here providing services. We made it through the pandemic. This mission really is incredible. I'm so glad that you're having me on and there's the potential for at least one, just one listener could potentially hear us and talk about us or utilize our services. And I think that is literally life-saving. So thank, again, thank you for having me. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. As I'd mentioned, uh, I'd heard of Second Wind Fund in my previous work as a clinician prior to what I'm doing now. And a lot of the way that I've approached suicide prevention was is a, a military and veteran specific mental health counselor. And then we also know, I'm here in El Paso County, you're, you're a little bit farther north than us, especially along the Front Range and some other areas in Colorado, the difficulty when it comes to child and youth suicide is pretty significant. That's really one topic that the Second Wind Fund really wants to highlight on it's a big problem here. Continues to be a big problem. And that when I started as development director, I was reviewing the data because I need to build up my community conversations and start to have conversations with everybody across the state. I was alarmed then. I'm still alarmed at suicide continuing to be the leading cause of death for youth in this state, which should get people to ask the question, what's going on? Why is this? You know, what's the solution? And I think when we talk about a solution, it's plural. And I think it's not just Second Wind Fund's efforts. It really takes a community. It really takes a variety of organizations and people coming together. And that includes therapists. And that's why our model is successful is because we have a reliance on over 600 therapists across the state providing services to youth who are at risk for suicide. Some exciting changes that we've made in response to COVID was pivoting from exclusively a phone-operated organization to now you can go directly on our website and submit a referral form for a youth that you're concerned about, for your son or daughter or child, and you can submit that referral in real time. There's no more playing a phone tag. That referral is uploaded into our system, and we process that referral within 24 to 48 hours which I think is another stat that we're very proud of because in some areas of the state, out on the Western Slope, for example, wait times of 60 days to get into that first appointment of treatment. And when you're a parent who is, has a son or daughter that is experiencing suicidal ideation, waiting 60 days is definitely not acceptable. And so I think that's where Second Wind Fund really comes in to fill that gap. And again, it's because of our 600 plus therapists who are willing to see that youth within seven days. They're willing to clear out some of their schedule to create some space for this youth that is struggling. And again, this is 20 years in the making for us. We're really good at making sure that our therapists are appreciated. We do provide them with a reimbursement per session. All the hard work that we do out in the community to raise funds, that goes directly to paying those therapists for those up to 12 sessions of therapy. And we've got 15 plus years of data to show there's an immediate impact. Therapy works. That should be the t-shirt slogan here. Therapy works. And we've got 15 to 20 years worth of data on SIQs, which are suicidal ideation questionnaires, to indicate that suicidal ideation reduces over the course of treatment. And it doesn't take very long, which is a positive sign. And if anybody out there is fearful of therapy, they don't believe in it, I'm telling you right now, therapy works. You're absolutely right. And I think that a lot of times when people think about suicide prevention, and, and, you know, the audience listening to this may not be as familiar as obviously you and I are working in the space. They think about how do I stop somebody from dying in the next 24 to 48 hours? That's really intervention. 
Second Wind Fund really tries to move ahead of that and do literal prevention, addressing suicidal ideation, Mm -hmm. but really trying to catch things before they get to a crisis state so that the child or the youth doesn't get into a crisis. Yeah, and there, there are other community partners that we work with. If anybody isn't aware, if there's an immediate crisis, we recommend calling 988-911 if it's an immediate emergency. And the Colorado Crisis Services, who is responsible for 988, amazing organization that is there to answer your call, your text 24-7. They are going to be a key partner of ours. Excited to announce that we were selected for a five-year, up to $1.2 million through SAMHSA, actually, that comes through the Office of Suicide Prevention, so CDPHE. Part of that grant is helping us build the referral pathway between 988 callers and Second Wind Fund. And so their crisis callers will be able to further identify what level of care is needed. And as you've indicated, We aren't on that 988 front line, but we are that next level down, if you will. And we're here to help address that issue within 24 to 48 hours and get that youth into treatment within a seven-day period, which, again, is huge and literally life-saving for a lot of youth. And what you were talking about is really this solutions, right, multiple solutions that everything happens on a continuum. So if somebody's in immediate crisis, you know, there's a hospitalization, but then there's a big gap between no crisis whatsoever and that hospitalization. In some of that gap, there are barriers to seeking treatment, whether it's lack of insurance or wait times, as you were referring to earlier. And that's really what the Second Wind Fund is designed to do, is address that gap and reduce barriers to treatment to get those children and youth into therapy with your network. And that's what we've been doing for 20 years. We've identified the key barriers of the financial aspect and potentially the social aspect. So if there is some stigma in terms of wanting to access therapy, We try to break all that down and comfort youth and families and really taking away that barrier of, oh, I can't afford this or or, I don't have time. And and, and we really take all of that out. We take great pride in providing a specialized list of providers based upon the youth's needs, which again is an advantage to Second Wind Fund services because we're not just providing you with one provider. Here you go. That's who you get. We're providing a list of three to five therapists in that youth's community that they can see, which is incredible. And it's taken us 20 years to set this network up. We've got an incredibly reliable roster of therapists who are really doing God's work. You know, the hardest, as you can probably articulate better than I can, one of the hardest things that a therapist will do is working with a youth who's at risk for suicide. And for that, we say thank you. We're constantly working on how do we better reward our therapists. In recent years, we've upped our reimbursement rate from $70 a session to $90 a session. We're constantly looking at that rate to see if we can make improvements. And we are a nonprofit, so we do rely on community funding and grants. So we need to make sure that we're in a a sustainable financial position. But we're always thinking about our therapists so that we can ensure a youth or a family can get into the treatment services that they need so we can help with the saving of young lives from suicide. And again, it, it takes a community. It's not just Second Wind Fund. We're all in this together. We're all in the same community. It takes help from the schools, takes help from churches, takes help from baseball coaches, football coaches, teachers, parents. Another beautiful thing that we've done in recent months is we recently made the adjustment to our referral form. And so now any parent or guardian can go on to our website right now and make a referral for their son or daughter. Parents or guardians can go directly onto our website at thesecondwindfund.org and submit a referral in real time. 
I think that is amazing. The other piece, I think, which we were just talking about was it does take a special kind of individual. And many people may not think that as therapists, we specialize the way like pediatricians or podiatrists or the medical field, but we do have our own unique specialties and also our own proclivities. I recall in in my training where some colleagues that I would work with and they said, hey, we have this 17-year-old young man that we want you to work with. And I'm like, ah, I'm you give me a three-tour combat vet all day long. Teenagers, not my bag. Because- yeah. And I had two at home about the same age at that time, right? That we all know we, you know, we're supposed to operate within our own area of expertise. And I think the clinicians, the therapists that join the Second Wind Fund as providers are familiar with that. They opt into that. I'm sure that your, your organization obviously goes through all the background screening and interview process before you onboard a new clinician. Yeah. And we pride ourselves in that as well. And in recent years, we hired a provider engagement manager to specifically take on our referral network and make sure that everybody's taken care of, make sure that therapists are being properly screened to make sure that they are in agreement with everything that we expect. Because again, when they get that email or that call about a second wind fund referral, they make time in their schedule. And we're so appreciative of that. And again, as a fundraiser, for second wind fund, oftentimes people think I'm coming in the room to get the money. And that is part of it, right? I'm not going to sit here and turn down donations, but I think at the top of that list, the most impactful thing that you can do for us, and this specifically applies to the therapist community, talk about us. And I think if you can encourage another therapist to sign up on our network, you never know when that's going to come into play and save a young life from suicide. And there are a number of benefits that we offer. We're not an insurance company, but we're not dealing with a six-month reimbursement process here. We typically pay within the month. So as soon as we're receiving that invoice from a therapist, we pay quickly. You aren't getting that $250 an hour that you can probably charge privately. But again, we're that nonprofit doing some very important work. And we're so appreciative of the sacrifice that our therapists are making. But again, we pay quickly. We pay for up to 12 sessions of life-saving therapy. And again, I just want to reiterate, potentially life-saving therapy that changes our community, changes our state, changes the world, quite frankly. And so any therapist out there that's on our network, thank you. If you are interested, please reach out. Along with the change that we made to the referral form, there is a button at the top of our website. You can click on Join Our Network. And that will initiate a process where our provider engagement will reach out to facilitate that process. We try to hold trainings too year round. So for example, we had Dr. Stacy Friedenthal, who wrote one of the foremost books yeah, on suicide book, prevent. The, yeah. yeah, the book. She wrote the, I should say that she wrote the book. She's a big supporter of our organization, professor at DU, and she provides training via Zoom to our therapists who need to consult with her in real time. And we pay for that. So that's one of the benefits of being on our network. There's training opportunities available. We send out one of our books to all our therapists that join our network. So there's some added benefit there. We do the best we can to say thank you because, again, it's, it's such difficult work. And we're so grateful for the 600-plus therapists who are on our roster. And anybody specifically listening in El Paso County, the need is great in the region. And we are in need of expanding our network, expanding our presence. So again, talk about us to schools, churches, and any kind of community group, Kiwanis clubs, Rotary clubs can be more impactful than the check. If you're thinking about writing one, talk about us. 
Absolutely agree. And I think really there's this idea of, especially clinicians, they say, well, I'm not an emergency clinician. I'm not demanding the crisis line, as you were talking about before. But then they're seeing this, obviously, in their practice. In, in my previous work, uh, I, I had a grant-funded program for the very same reason for military and veterans, because I was always of the opinion, two things, service members, veterans, and in this case, families of children and youth, shouldn't have to pay for therapy for themselves. And at the same time, someone has to, because clinicians are trained clinical professionals, and we, just like medical professionals, need to be reimbursed for our very valuable time. So there's that idea, the people who need it shouldn't necessarily have to pay for it, and someone has to pay for it. And I think that's really where the value of, obviously, insurance providers with all of their red tape, so to speak, but organizations such as a Second Wind Fund to be able to provide that gap support. And then hopefully at that time, there's something else that kicks in or the child or youth is not in a place of crisis. And then follow on things can be done. Really love the Second Wind Fund model. Definitely I'm going to add links in the show notes, obviously, for both referrals for the families who may be interested and for clinicians who might want to join your network. If there's any place else that uh, folks could find out more about what the Second Wind Fund is about, how can they do that? Yeah, so I, I highly encourage visiting our website at thesecondwindfund.org. We've got a variety of social media channels. And so if you can find us on Facebook, which we participate on a weekly basis on, we've got an Instagram page. And then we also have a LinkedIn page. And I think some people may be sitting out there like, how do I get involved or how can I get my work or coworkers involved? LinkedIn is a great space for that and encouraging involvement from other employees. Maybe you want to volunteer for the organization at one of our events. We have a big walk run event in the fall. That's how the organization started, raising funds. They had a small gathering in the Green Mountain community out in Lakewood, Colorado. Ran around the neighborhood a couple times, raised over 6,000 bucks. And they immediately started paying for therapy at the school nearby. Been doing the same thing for 20 plus years, and we're looking to continue that. We're so grateful for our donors, our supporters, and our therapists, and those who make referrals. You know, submitting that form saved lives. We know that. We get feedback on that. And we're really grateful for being in such a great state. And we're looking to see if we can prevent more suicides and young suicides in the future, which is the ultimate goal for us. No, that's great. And in, in run walk event in the fall, I'll be done with my marathon training. So I'll probably have to come up as I would say as long as it's not a marathon, heck, I'll run a marathon again. Sure. But uh, no, I think that's great. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And good luck with your marathon and thanks for supporting Second Wind Fund. I hope you appreciated my conversation with Chris. I was hoping to do two things with this episode. Share the great work that the Second Wind Fund is doing so that if you're a family in need in Colorado, you can reach out to them for support for a child or youth that you know. My other goal was to help people learn a bit more about them so that if you're a mental health professional licensed in Colorado, you can join them in their efforts. And if you're not in Colorado, perhaps there's a similar organization in your community or perhaps could be one. As you gather through our conversation, I'm a licensed professional counselor. After my military career, I finished my degree and served as a therapist for service members, veterans, and their families for a number of years. On top of that, anyone who has served in or affiliated with the military understands the impact of suicide. From the perspective of both, I recognize that suicide is not only a problem in and of itself, but it's also more accurately described as a lagging indicator of other underlying unresolved problems. And that's where the life-saving nature of the therapy comes in, 
that the Second Wind Fund supports. We can help someone through an immediate crisis, but until we address the underlying causes that led to that crisis, we will never be sure that the crisis won't occur again. So check out the Second Wind Fund, which you can do through the links in the show notes or through the charity partner page for the Colfax Marathon, coloradogives.org forward slash M3 podcast. As a reminder, simply by listening to the show, a dollar's going into the pot. If you want more dollars to go into the pot, share the show with others who may appreciate it. So thanks again for joining us for the Mere Mortal Marathon podcast, where you can hear mere mortals like you and me reach our goals as I train for the 2023 Denver Colfax Marathon. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me at Dwayne at VeteranMentalHealth.com. If you want to reach out to Coach Morgan to show appreciation for the excellent work that he does or sign up for the People's Coach newsletter, you can find him at MorganLattimore.com. All of the links to these are in the show notes. So thanks for joining us for another episode of the Mere Mortal Marathon podcast. And just remember, mere mortals can do extraordinary things.